The cannabis industry is growing almost as fast as the cannabis and hemp being planted and harvested. Where, when, and how fast will the cannabis and hemp industries continue to climb? Who will be the people leading the charge into that promised land of profit? Let's pursue those answers and more with The Plant Profits, powered by Protus Global. Here is your host of Plant Profits, Bert Miller. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Plant Profits. I'm your host, Bert Miller. And for those that uh, have been listening to this show, you already know the purpose, and that is for us to introduce some of the most forward-thinking executives and companies in the cannabis industry. Uh, these are men and women at the forefront of our industry, and and really, they're out there you know, taking and creating real companies. And with that, comes real career opportunities as well within this industry. Uh, today, we have Joe Hodas, the CEO and president of GoFire, Inc. Uh, it is a smart product guide and really a meter dose inhaler for uh, plant-based medicine. So uh, he'll, he'll dig into that a little bit later and, and really help us understand what the value prop of GoFire and what they're doing and bringing to the market. Um, but GoFire is a health suite that's designed for patients, and their caregivers with uh, really the transparency of every step of their process. And so um, I can't wait to get in and learn a lot more from Joe here in a moment. Uh, so minor to-dos before we do get started, you can follow me on social media at Bert Miller PG. That's Bert B-E-R-T, Miller PG. Always you can send your questions and comments for the show using hashtag plant profits. Profits is spelled P-R-O-P-H-E-T-S. And of course, uh, we always ask you not to forget to share the podcast with friends, family, strangers, whomever. Share it again. Uh, we'd love to uh, have your support. So let's get right to it. As I mentioned, we have Joe Hodas on the show today. Joe is the CEO and president of GoFire Inc., a health suite that is innovating and bringing a one-of-a-kind product market, one-of-a-kind product, I should say, into the marketplace. And most recently, um, they hired Oberlin College, Yale University assistant professor Megan Morin, uh, a PhD, to help researchers design and manage their clinical trials uh, using the GoFire Health Suite. Uh, so if you want to find out more about them uh, via the website, just gofire.com. That's G-O-F-I-R-E, just like you would spell it. Just in, this, in this case, it's one word, .com. So, Joe, uh, I know we had a chance to spend some time together in Miami. Uh, hello again. It's good to catch back up with you. Well, Bert, thank you so much for having me today. I really appreciate it. Um, and if you don't mind, real quickly, just two, two things. One is the, the website actually is uh, .co. I know it's a little unusual, but it's not a .com. It's .co. .co. Um, and you gave me promotion, so it's president and COO, um, but – um, but uh, we have Peter Calfi as our CEO, so thank you. <laughs> well, hey, uh, yeah, exactly, Peter. I'm sorry, Peter. Uh, uh, I gave uh, Joe a promotion out there. I'm gonna let him know, though. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, I say again, Joe, hello again, because uh, as I've already mentioned, we, uh, we connected in Miami and we were part of that panel uh, at the USCC Panel Expo in Miami, and, and certainly that was. That was a great panel. I had a, we had some really great guests on there, and we were talking about branding. And so uh, we'll get into that a little later in this show. But um, as we get started here, Joe, would you like to talk a little bit and open up and just give us a quick overview of GoFire and give us uh, uh, just a brief intro? Sure. So uh, I appreciate it very much. And, you know, GoFire 
Uh, we've actually been developing our product and our platform for just about five years now. And we call it an inhalation device and uh, a, a metered dose uh, platform uh, because really what we do is we have hardware and we have software. And the two work together to uh, provide not only uh, the ability to vaporize plant-based medicine, but also to actually track your dose on an individual two and a half milligram basis, understand exactly what is in uh, the uh, cartridge in terms of what you're consuming, because it actually has a smart chip on it that will tell you the exact profile, the chemical profile of the oil that's in the cartridge. Uh, and then it partners with our app and our platform on the back end that allows you to track the efficacy against upwards of 100 different conditions you may be using that product for. So there's a number of benefits built into this hardware software platform that allows uh, uh, users to essentially manage their, their health regimen with plant-based medicine. No, that's great. Uh, and that's, uh, I don't know anybody else quite doing it the way you guys are at the moment, particularly on the back end um, and against very specific uh, reasons uh, or intention of why you're using the, using the medicine. So very interesting. We'll dig in that to a little, a little bit later. What I always like to talk about, Joe, at the beginning is um, it's always interesting for me uh, and fun really to hear about how people actually got drawn or entered, you know, entered into the industry. So what's your, what's been your journey? Well, thank you for the opportunity to share that with you because it's been an interesting one for me for sure. And it's one that I reflect on fairly often. Um, I actually was part uh, partner in a, an ad agency here in Colorado prior to joining the cannabis industry. And long about 2010, uh, we had a, a client that came along and asked if we'd be willing to do some brand work for them. And they made a what they called at the time a pot soda and uh, I was uh, definitely intrigued by it. It was a medical-only uh, market at that point. Uh, legalization hadn't been passed nor even thought of at that point. So um, did some brand work. That company was called Dixie, uh, Dixie Brands. And we did the logo. We did some research. And I just found it fascinating. Now, my partners um, down the road a little bit got a little bit scared, a little bit nervous. We had many clients who were a little more conservative than, than the cannabis industry. And, uh, and so they kind of backed out of our work in cannabis. But I kind of... I was bitten by the idea of being able to understand an entirely new market, an entirely new industry. So uh, about 2014, uh, in January 2014, in fact, the first week that legalization was implemented in Colorado, I took the leap and became the chief marketing officer for Dixie Brands, where I was for about four years. And that, at the time, was, for me, a, a pretty big decision to make because, um, and, and, and certainly no, uh, um, uh, uh, sorry, let me try to point back up a little bit. Um, that at the time was uh, a big decision for me because it was a very much, uh, someone going from a mainstream corporate job into, into the cannabis industry. And although many people had been in the cannabis industry, building this industry for many years prior, um, most of them had been there and, and this was new to me. So I uh, did a lot of soul searching, a lot of talking to various, um, uh, mentors I had and made the decision that it was the right move. Um, and it gave me the opportunity to, instead of sitting on the sidelines and watching someone else build this industry and maybe thinking that they could have done it better, more effectively, uh, more safely, um, this gave me the ability to actually have some control over that and, and make some of those decisions for myself. So um, it, was, it was a fun move. And uh, since then, I've, I've never looked back. So I've been with uh, a few other companies uh, after Dixie and most recently joined GoFire as president and COO in uh, April of this year. 
No, I love stories like that. I, I really do. And if you think about it, Joe, I mean, even as recent, you know, when we got into the industry from a search perspective and advisory uh, perspective to companies building their, their organizations uh, structurally as well as uh, with talent, you know, we had to make a conscious decision, Joe, uh, you know, two and a half years ago, you know, we have more mainstream clients like you might expect, like, you know, uh, adult beverage brands, as well as, you know, confectionery brands and big good brands and, and so forth and, and so on. And we, uh, we decided to take that leap, leap as well. Uh, and you did it at such a point in time that really wasn't easy because uh, I think the candidates that we talked to even a couple of years ago, they're like, man, I'm excited. But if, if I, if I want to come back in the CBD, CBG industry, what would it do to my career? Uh, since that, you know, two and a half years ago or since you entered the industry, we've lived a couple of lifetimes um, uh, since then. And now it's, <laughs> not, not, yeah, now it's not even, not only people wanting to do it for all the right reasons, but now people are wanting to do it just for it being cool and sexy. Oh, absolutely. I mean, you know, in every company I've been in since I've started in this industry, um, I've seen this this growth in terms of interest and people who want to jump in and get involved. And um, I think, you know, what's interesting, too, is that oftentimes I've seen when people from the outside, even today, jump into the to the industry, I don't think they always recognize exactly the, the challenges that come along <laughs> with it. Right. Um, you know, it seems really exciting from the outside, but there's there are a lot of hurdles to overcome. Yeah, no question. I know I mentioned in my introduction, uh, you, reached, you know, recently brought on uh, a, a Yale University assistant prof to uh, help run some of the clinical trials. Tell us a little bit more about that part. Well, you know, one of the things I didn't tell you really about my, my journey and how I came across GoFire and decided to join the company is that um, as I was leaving Dixie and looking around at who was innovating, who, who were the companies doing interesting things that would have an impact um, GoFire was at the very top of my list. So I started talking to these guys several years ago. And one of the things that really, uh, I think, appealed to me about them was not only the innovation from a technology standpoint, but also um, the potential that I saw here for actually moving the ball forward as related to research and on the medical side of things. Um, so Dr. Morian is really a culmination of understanding that we have tremendous potential here to um, give researchers and clinicians a tool and a platform that they've never had access to before that it provides for everything from consistency to trackability to um, the ability to, uh, I think, dose, I would say dose in a, in a way that is consistent with their typical uh, research uh, methodologies. And I can tell you that the response has been overwhelming. And in fact, GoFire recently uh, entered into a clinical trial with Colorado State University here in Colorado to help prove out the platform. And we're really excited to share the results of the uh, the second part of that um, of that discovery process here in the next few weeks. No, that's it. That part's exciting. Uh, good, good for you guys. Well, staying along those lines, though, uh, are you still surprised? I guess uh, as it relates to the amount of misinformation that's out there, and you know, what do you think is the current state of affairs relative to you know cannabis and education, and specifically as it relates to health and and, and wellness. Well, I think, you know, first of all, we look at our, our platform as, as really being one for, for healthcare um, broadly. Uh, so it's plant-based medicines and it's healthcare. Um, but in terms of, of, of this alternative method, or, or sorry, alternative medicine um, delivery, I think there's a tremendous amount of education, but I also think that the trends are pointing in the right direction because people want uh, to have greater control. They want to have a greater ability to manage their own health. 
And I think they're moving away from traditional pharmaceuticals and away from, um, I think, a, a healthcare system that, and insurance system, frankly, that seems to be pretty broken at this point. I think the benefit to companies uh, like GoFire that allow people to have that control is we're also able to provide the education. And I think in many cases, right. that's all right. people need. They need a little bit of information, a little bit of education about how they can do it and the right tools with which to do it. And and uh, and they're going to find a, a vastly different approach to their healthcare. Yeah, absolutely. So when you think about that, uh, you guys clearly are not shy about innovation uh, and certainly trying to move the ball forward. Uh, before we just jump into break, and we have a few seconds here, but uh, you know, any news you want to share that uh, that perhaps you you have planned for uh, for GoFire? What's well, next? The most exciting news for us right now is that we are rapidly approaching um, the the public uh, launch of our of our product and our platform. So um, that's going to be happening this month. So we're really excited about that. Um, and then beyond that, it's really continuing to find both the opportunities to serve uh, consumers and patients in markets where uh, we believe that there is a greater propensity for um, for this type of a platform. And, it's, and then it's also the clinical research. Um, so I think those are the, the, the two big growth paths for us moving forward. And that's great. That's great. Everyone, you're listening to Joe Hodas, the COO and president of GoFire, Inc. And he uh, stay connected with him uh, on Instagram via at MyGoFire. And you can go to the and visit their website at GoFire.co, GoFire.co. When we come back from break, we'll dig into scaling and branding and innovation and uh uh, we'll get Joe talking uh, some depth around all those topics here just in a second, and we will be right back. Plant profits will return so our sponsors can profit from these messages. Fetch your earbuds and stay tuned for some pure pet care conversation. Hi, it's Angela Ardolino with It's a Dog's Life, and I have Hernanda Umana joining me. We're just both so fascinated with how much we've learned since we've been in this pet industry and creating an all-natural product. Because it's a dog's life. I am a huge fan of my guest today, Dr. Bob Goldstein. I have, in my experience, not seen many natural substances produce the results that CBD is producing in the animals that we are testing on. It's a Dog's Life with Angela Ardolino, only on Cannabis Radio. Oh, let the marijuana llama tell you something now About a game for your phone gonna make you say wow The game's about the game of growing cannabis for cash Grow the seeds, sell the bud, put the savings in the stash Little by little your empire grows large Put the big celebrities inside your entourage You can choose to play with Snoop or me or Cheech and Chong Cypress Hill, Willie Nelson, Wiz Khalifa with a bong The name of the game is Himping, that's the point Download and play while you light yourself a joint Business and cannabis should be no crime. Hemp Inc. is even hot-proofed by the man who run high times. Oh, yeah. Get it on Android and I and iOS today. Marijuana Llama out. Got to tend to me on crops, you know. Money don't make itself. Hemp Inc. Fortunate to have Michael Brewer of Brewer and Shipley. Your signature top 10 song, One Toke Over the Line. I've read a couple different versions of, of what the tune's origins are. What's the true story? We were playing a little club in Kansas City. A friend stopped by with some really good hash. We stepped out back and came back in. We're tuning up in the dressing room, and Tom said, Whew, 
said, man, I'm really one took over the line. I just cracked up. I thought it was hysterical. We literally wrote that song just entertaining ourselves and to make our friends laugh. It's time to Hemp Resent, only on Cannabis Radio. The Plant Profits are back to lead the pursuit of the promised land of plant profit. Only on CannabisRadio.com. Welcome back to Plant Profits. I'm your host, Bert Miller from Protus Global. And you can send your comments and questions to me at Bert Miller PG. That's B-E-R-T Miller PG. And use the hashtag Plant Profits. We are back with Joe Hodes, the COO and president of GoFire Inc., and uh, we're going to talk a little bit about scaling, branding, and innovation. Uh, so clearly, uh, GoFire, you know, is an innovative and strategic um, brand. And, and what you guys have been doing and around all the strategic planning, uh, tell us what's important uh, that is the day-to-day and, and what is the long view play for, uh, for GoFire? Well, you know, in the context of, of branding, I think what is uh, important to us, and that's really interesting, you know, as, as a guy who comes from a branding background, I can tell you that I think about this regularly is how do we communicate the the value proposition of the product through the brand, right? So how do we communicate innovation and safety and efficacy and, you know, uh, what we'll call sort of pro-grade uh, product um Within the confines of an industry that is still developing and, and, and an education level of, of consumers and patients that is still pretty limited in terms of there just hasn't been a lot of education, right? So um, so we focus a lot with our brand on really taking a very um, – a very strong approach that that uh, that communicates that sort of professionalism and efficacy of the product. Um, so that's uh, a big part of our attention. So if you look at, for example, our social media feeds, if you look at the announcements we put out, um, they should be pretty aligned from a brand perspective with that with that type of positioning. I mean, hopefully, Bernabe, I would welcome your feedback if you feel if you feel otherwise. But you know, I think that's really a big a big part of who we are as a brand is is paying deep deep attention to that level of professionalism that we try and get across. No, you have to. And and if you're going to build uh, the credibility uh, and build that equity with the consumer in the marketplace, that is something you absolutely have to connect with and and has to be a big part of everything you think about and what you do. And certainly your actions need to reflect, uh, reflect that message. That's absolutely right. And, you know, we're also, we're, we're trying to speak to uh, many cases of physicians, right? Physicians who uh, previously maybe haven't considered plant-based medicine as an alternative for some of their patients. We want to give them the ability to enable that prescription pad through our device. And so that's a completely separate audience, a separate voice that we have to talk to those folks through. Um, so we are all, that's always in the back of our minds as we're building our brands and our product. Well, hey, let's, let's talk about uh, what surprises. Nothing goes as planned in almost <laughs> almost any business, particularly in uh, this industry. So along the way, what surprises uh, have you discovered, things you definitely didn't plan on? Well, I, I think the biggest really is the the complexities and the, and the challenges with, with the manufacturing process. Um, you know, I, I saw those a little bit uh, when I was with Dixie as related to the products that we created there. But um, but this product is highly complex um, from an internal perspective in terms of the inner workings of the product. 
and the supply chain is, is very complex as a result. So um, I think the the you know sometimes people say, well, gosh, you've been working this for five years, and you're just now bringing it to market. And and honestly, that's that's probably pretty appropriate. In fact, a little bit ahead of schedule when you're creating a, a platform and an ecosystem as complex as we are. So um, I think that for me uh, personally has been the, the biggest surprise is just again the the challenges and the complexity that come along with the, the manufacturing process of a device like this. Right. So as you guys look at scaling GoFire and and uh, within the cannabis business, certainly you guys do have a little bit more complexity um, both in. Uh, the product and platform and in the supply chain to that. Um, when you think about it, any specific one uh, area that, uh, you know, that you're have, is the most challenge for go fire and either along the, along the, along the journey you've had so far, any recent news that maybe creates any challenges for you? Well, you know, Bert, I think uh, you and I were talking a little earlier uh, offline about this, uh, the, the current uh, situation with, with vaping and a lot of uh, the right. visibility that's getting. And, you know, our our strategy is has shifted a little bit as a result, which is we're really focused on being able to say this is why we are not a vaporizer, because we are not. Um, right. the, the time, the technology, the money, the research, the R&D that has gone into our device um, really creates a, a complete separate platform that actually um, counterbalances maybe some of the issues, whether that's uh, uh, devices with cheap cartridges where they're leaching heavy metals. Our, our cartridge does not have uh, any metals in it. It's actually made of uh, uh, medical-grade plastics. Um, it also doesn't have a heating element in, in the cartridge itself. The heating element is completely separate and isolated from the cartridge and the oil. Um, so there's a number of these uh, factors we built into the development of this product, and it is a result of extensive R&D. Um, and so we, we now find ourselves in a situation where, of course, that is a, a benefit and opportunity for us um, in terms of helping people understand the difference uh, between these products. But it comes at a time when it's also very challenging because we are concerned just like everybody else is about um, people's health and safety. And our hope is that people understand uh, the ability to gravitate towards a medical grade product like ours really will be um, uh, potentially a great benefit for all. Well, you just think, you think about our industry in general. If you, if you say something like CBG, you know, CBD, most people either ask questions, uh, will that make me high? Or other people will go, they ask the question of what is it? I don't even know what that is. Right. And, and so uh, the educational process is, is certainly, uh, certainly uh, big and the gap is large. Uh, the opportunity for you with your platform and the way you've created it, um, although this is not the kind of news anybody wants to hear, but in, in for Go Fire specifically, it's certainly going to give you guys an, an opportunity to uh, communicate to the world in a different way that uh, your product is uh, being delivered that they don't have to worry about. It's a very safe product. So congratulations to you guys on that. Well, you know, I appreciate it. It's, it's unfortunate that this is coming at the expense of people who are uh, getting ill and in some cases um, have actually died. And so you know, first and foremost, this is not uh, for us an opportunistic play. This is actually the reason why we developed the product that we developed, why you developed exist. five exactly. years ago. Yeah. So. Yeah, exactly. That's why you exist. So any failures along the way that you can share with us? I mean, um, you know, what has been pivotal for you guys getting where you guys are today? Well, uh, in terms of, you know, the, the, the failures, um, I think that those luckily 
have been fairly limited. I think the the failures come in the form of um, the technology and the complexity of of what we're doing. So there have been um, a few fits and starts with um, various iterations on the mostly on the on the software and the programming side of our device that have created a number of challenges for us um, as we've had to go through rounds and revisions and and iterations of what we're doing. But of course, it's also a little bit the effect of creating something uh, that is innovative that has not been done before. So I think it kind of comes with the territory a little bit. So I, I guess I don't look at that as failure as much as I look at it as evolution and our ability to put together a product that is superior to the version that we had two years ago, let's say. Right. We've already been talking how vital uh, you know, proper branding is, and we, we spent a lot of time in Miami talking about that. But, when you know, your background, you alluded to this earlier, but I'd like you a little deeper before we jump into uh, our other break. Um, your background in marketing communications, uh, how has that specifically played into you being able to really being a, a very strong leader uh, in a very budding industry, no pun intended, um, uh, within the cannabis space? So I think that, you know, first of all, thank you. <laughs> I appreciate that uh, uh, that statement. But, you know, I think a lot of it has to do with um, the fact that, as, as you mentioned earlier, um, there is such a need for education and information. So it's actually a, a really natural fit for a marketer uh, and a communicator to come in and really set uh, set the bar for a brand and and the communication side of things, um, as the, which is how we would take a leadership role, um, whether that's with my current company or my former ones. Uh, that was always a hallmark of how uh, I was able to help these companies. I think take a, a leadership role is is again through this this education and communication platform, um, because there just is such a, an absence of it, such a dearth of information out there. So um, it's really custom made for someone with my background. No question, no question, and, and uh, that that just goes to show the different uh, skill sets and backgrounds of folks that transition into this this wonderful industry. Everyone, you're listening to Joe Hodas. He's the COO and president of GoFire Inc. Uh, stay connected with them on Instagram via at my GoFire, and you can also visit their website at GoFire.co. Uh, always one of my favorite topics. And uh, so when we come back from break, we'll dig into it. And that's about people and talent and building, uh, building companies and, and handling growth for your own team and the talent attraction, employment, employer branding to be a destination for that talent. So when we come back, we'll dig into that with Joe. We will be right back. Plant profits will return. So our sponsors can profit from these messages. Hey, take a look at this. They're selling smart pots. They have pot that can make you smart? Where is it? Not that kind of pot. Smart pots are the best aeration container to grow your plants. Check this out. This is the original fabric container for faster producing, healthier plants. They're made with a superior fabric that delivers high yields. Plus, smart pots are reusable and sustainable, so you can use them over and over again, no matter if you use them indoor or outdoor. That's very smart, but how good are they for the environment? Smart pots are BPA-free and lead-free, so you'll always be able to ensure a pure, clean grow, and they're 100% made in the U.S. Over 28 million smart pots have already been sold, so it seems like a smart investment. Look for smart pots in close to 2,000 garden centers throughout North America and ask for the original fabric container. Find a store near you or order yours online at smartpots.com.
The cannabis industry is growing almost as fast as the cannabis and hemp being planted and harvested. Where, when, and how fast will the cannabis and hemp industries continue to climb? Who will be the people leading the charge into that promised land of profit? Let's pursue those answers and more with the Plant Profits. Welcome to another episode of Plant Profits. I am Bert Miller, your host. As you guys know, the purpose of this show is to introduce you to some of the most forward-thinking executives and companies in the cannabis industry. Plant Profits, only on CannabisRadio.com. The National Cannabis Industry Association's third annual California Cannabis Business Conference takes place October 8th and 9th in Long Beach, California. Register today at CaliforniaCannabisBusinessConference.com and take part in the only industry trade show focusing solely on the California market hosted by the cannabis industry's only national trade association. NCIA's California Cannabis Business Conference brings together thousands of cannabis industry leaders, policymakers, and entrepreneurs to discuss California-specific regulations, market trends, policy, advocacy, and research. The California Cannabis Business Conference will also feature over 60,000 square feet of expo floor, showcasing over 200 exhibitors. Make your plans now for NCIA's third annual California Cannabis Business Conference, October 8th and 9th in Long Beach, California. Register today at CaliforniaCannabisBusinessConference.com. That's CaliforniaCannabisBusinessConference.com. The Plant Profits are back to lead the pursuit of the promised land of plant profit. Only on CannabisRadio.com. Welcome back to Plant Profits. I'm your host, Bert Miller, and I'm uh, from Protus Global. And you can send your comments and questions to me at Bert Miller, B-E-R-T, Miller PG, or use the hashtag Plant Profits. We are back again with Joe Hodas, the COO and president of Go Fire, Inc. All right, Joe, let's talk about humans, man. Um, as like you're building, humans. Yeah, exactly. As you're building your company and you're looking to continue to grow and Again, we've already talked about the complexity of your platform, complexity of supply chain, not to mention the nuances of a budding industry. What skills do you see are most in demand um, you know, for working within cannabis and even the ancillary businesses? Sure. Well, that's, a, that's a great question. And building uh, a proper team and a proper culture, you know, I, I often talk within GoFire about making sure we have the right people in the right seats. And it's so critical to the growth of any company, um, but particularly early stage companies and in an early stage industry like like this, it's 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 really important. So I think you know one of the 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 greatest unsung skill sets that it are is vital in in, the, in this industry um, is is flexibility. And, and by flexibility, I mean that your uh, your stated goal or purpose of your job day one may be different thirty days out from from when you start. And those uh, employees who are understanding of that and also ready and willing to jump in and say, well, okay, if we're going to change this, then I think I should be doing X, Y, and Z and really have the, the foresight and the ability to be, in many cases, their own entrepreneur within their, within their world. Um, that's a critical, critical skill set that I think is sometimes hard to screen for. And yep. it's also hard to, uh, to really communicate in, in the uh, – uh, confines of a job description or um, or a uh, 
I'd interview. Yeah, no doubt. Plan for even. I mean, you got to write the job description in pencil, basically. So, <laughs> so when you're thinking about the backgrounds, um, what do you think of that lends themselves best to working in this space? So you've already talked about one that can, you know, be nimble and be flexible. Other backgrounds or maybe less backgrounds, maybe attributes or characteristics. Well, I think, you know, uh, I would add to that, to that flexibility. I think I would add, um, the ability to really jump in and own things from end to end, because so much of what companies do in a nascent industry, particularly smaller companies is, um, they fumble their way into things, right. And, and they have to figure them out as, as they're, as they're moving along. I think uh, many people talk about the whole, uh, fly, uh, building the plane while we're flying an analogy in, in this space. And that's so true. And in order to be able to do that, you got to have someone who's like, okay, looks like that wing is uh, missing a piece. Let me go over there and take care of that so that we don't crash. Um, so that's really hard also in the context of fast growth companies because you end up, if you don't manage that properly, you end up with people that are, first of all, spread too thin and doing too many things, but conversely, um, potentially stepping on the toes of others who think that that's kind of in their world. So I think having people who are good communicators is really, really strong. And of course, I'm a little bit biased towards that given the communications in my background. Mm -hmm, but, mm -hmm. um, but people who are good communicators and who understand that um, they've got to be able to own projects from end to end and bring in resources as appropriate. Yeah. Any, any particular, any particular sectors that you're seeing and maybe, maybe you don't, maybe off the top of your head, yeah, nothing comes to mind, but any sectors uh, where people are coming from that are, there's a trend that seems to be um, transitioning really well to the cannabis industry. I don't know so much that I can identify particularly a sector. So, you know, of course, there are some that I think early on were identified like uh, uh, tobacco, alcohol, others that, that tend to have um, parallels, but I think in terms of the, the roles in, in, in particular, um, I'm seeing a lot of uh, process improvements. So Six Sigma quality uh, control type uh, roles, I think, are becoming more and more important as people realize that uh, they have to have control over their supply chain, over their quality. Um, I'm also seeing um, a little bit more frequently the, uh, the need for um, what I would call um, uh, uh, analysis analysts. So uh, yep. people that can look at your data and really begin to parse that out and understand um, how you can improve. And that's on the retail side, that's on the brand side and product side, as well as, <clears throat> excuse me, <coughs> as well as on the agriculture side. So there's a, a whole host of opportunities for, uh, for those analyst type roles. And last, I would say, um, and I know this sounds maybe obvious, uh, but HR. Um, so many of these companies were small to begin with, and they didn't really have mm -hmm. a a very sophisticated HR platform, but as we grow and as uh, there are greater needs for both recruiting and hiring, but also setting the appropriate um, uh, infrastructure in place within a company, I think HR is a critical role that has a lot of opportunity for growth. Yeah, no question. Uh, I would imagine finance as well. Uh, it, it, you guys, with the complexity uh, of whether it be platform, you know, ancillary items uh, like you guys have, along with uh, yeah, the delivery of your oils, 
the I would imagine uh, going from state to state and different compliancy uh, pieces the, and how and how money is looked at and how it, uh, the finances is uh, looked at from state to state and taxes and various pieces and that seems to be an important area as well. Oh, absolutely, and I, you know I was kind of thinking more in terms of those that I think have uh, growth. I think that uh, compliance and finance have have been there from the get go, both critical critical roles. Absolutely. Yeah, no doubt. Well, staying with this point, and then we'll wrap it up. Um, do you have any one non-negotiable? I mean, there's one thing that is absolutely non-negotiable for you that you need to see for somebody to be in this industry. If they don't have it, they, they're out. Well, that's an interesting and good question. Um, so, It's that hell I, yes or no thing. <laughs> I, I go back to, well, actually there's two things. So can I answer it with two, two answers? Sure, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. So I, I go back to that flexibility piece. And, and it's funny because I think sometimes about this crazy industry that I'm in. And I think about some of my, my friends and the various careers they're in. And I think to myself, could that person handle it? Could they, could they cut it in this industry? And in many cases, I, I can't see them being here because I don't right. think they have that flexibility or the ability to just kind of roll with these punches that we get on a regular basis. And that's that is a skill set. Not everyone wants that or or can handle that. So that's that's one that I think is non negotiable. But I'd say the other is um, is integrity. Um, and there is, in my mind, there, there are a few. Uh, better personality traits uh, to have than, than than to have integrity, and in this space, it's it's even more critical because we have so much to prove, and there and there's so many doubters out there that um, if you don't have integrity in your day to day interactions, whether that's you know corporately or interpersonally, um, all you're doing is serving to damage your own your own career path as well as the industry as a whole. Yeah, no question. In this case, we we need everybody. Um, collectively, even comp- even our com- even competition within the space to be holding and and propping up the industry in the right way, no, without question. So, um, well, that's great. And one one quick question before we we jump jump off here, Joe. Um, each year seems like seven or eight years. I know that uh, I'm not saying anything. You you're not uh, you haven't felt. But anything you're looking most forward to in the next year uh, for both you personally or Go Fire, either one. Well, I think uh, for me personally, uh, you know, I've got an oldest kid getting ready for college next year. He's a senior this year. So there's some right. some excitement around that. But uh, I think professionally um, and for our company here at GoFire is to see widespread adoption of the platform. Uh, no doubt about it, because I think it is such a it is such a game changer and can make such a difference in people's lives. And so I am looking forward to a year from now being able to, to talk about uh, how many states we're in and how many um, folks are on the platform and um, what, what kind of amazing data we're able to pull from that information. Well, that's great. So we're going to go ahead and pencil you in for next uh, next August <laughs> or September. So Absolutely. I'll uh, be happy to. Without question. Well, folks, that's our time for today. Joe, thank you very much for spending that time with us that you did today and on Plant Profits. And everyone, remember to check out Joe and GoFire Instagram at MyGoFire and their website at GoFire.co. Uh, that is www.gofire.co. Uh, .co. Um, of course, don't forget to hit us up on Instagram with your comments and questions. You can always find me at BertMillerPG and use the hashtag PlanProfits to always stay in the know about this industry. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll catch up with you guys all on next week's show. Thanks. 
The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of CannabisRadio.com is prohibited.